hello and welcome to Absolute BSS, the casual competitive look at Bandai Namco's Battle Spirit Saga card game. We're back. I am Cameron, joined as always by Angel. How are you, Angel? I'm good. How's everybody doing? And Eric, how's it going, buddy? Hello, everybody. And we are back today to uh, continue into spoiler seasons for Aquatic Raiders Set 3 for Battle Spirit Saga on the way, coming later this month. Man, I'm excited. We're going to be talking about the X-Rares of the set today. So these are all the big boss baddies for your tribal decks and uh, kind of like your win conditions in certain decks. The higher end cost of cards, the coolest effects, and uh, some of the best art that we've seen from the set so far, which is saying yeah. a lot because there's a lot of really awesome art in this set. There is. That's what I was about to just say that. I was like, have you guys noticed how almost every set the art gets better and better and more like holy crap this is even the same game like yeah. i was comparing yeah. it the other day just some even like the sprs from like set one to now like holy crap it's a world of difference so they're doing a good job of bandai and I hope, i'm excited for the next sets you know set yeah. four is right around the corner i mean yeah. we're done with this one they're gonna be set four <laughs> it's so crazy makes... to be a part of a game that actually releases sets regularly like on time yeah. i haven't i haven't had that since like Yu-Gi-Oh. I never played Magic yeah. super in depth. I know Eric does, um, but like, yeah, yeah, Magic has a pretty regular release schedule. But I agree, most card games are pretty bad at releasing stuff on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a KeyForge player, so we're like five years into that game's life with six sets <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for for a variety of different reasons. Um, but hey, I rather take that though, because compared, I mean, Magic is like every three weeks here's something else and yeah. here's something yeah. else and here and That's we're spoiler money. season but i'm gonna throw this out as well now it's like jesus i can't That's keep up yeah, that's always been my frustration with Magic is like I'm enjoying the new set, but then like the next set is being spoiled while I'm <laughs> discovering the new cards. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me let me play with these gingerbread men for a minute. <laughs> yeah, man, that that uh, elemental spark set just came and went so quickly, I feel like. And I was still learning the first set, um, but we are going to be learning set three all the x rares coming up in here just a little bit just want to do a little housekeeping see how everybody's doing angel what have you been up to i know what eric's been up to because we've been wow. up to the same stuff i've been uh i've been uh being jealous of my homies over here playing games and stuff while i'm over here working <laughs> working know, like man. a dog they but, are working uh, you hard dude they are it's, it's that peak season at my job so it's gonna happen but uh other than that man i've just been really excited i uh been sleeping up and trying to do little in-home pro tour prep for stuff uh nice. buying some stuff for the trip still um i think this week me and eric had talked last time um and probably cam you too right uh kind of really test uh heavily in the next few weeks um to get ready for that i bought a few things off tcg player that i think i might need um no spoilers but we'll see <laughs> if they come in time hopefully because uh <laughs> i don't know about tcg player lately man but everything's like super delayed to get here it's like almost uh, like 20 days so i ordered it oh, early wow. yeah so um, maybe just the buyer i bought it from but other than that it's been good man just uh you know, just chat, just chatting in the discourse, seeing what everybody's been up to, looking at these spoiler seasons from set three. I'm um, being jealous that I'm not gonna be able to play a lot of set three, unfortunately, when it comes out. But I'll, I'll TTS it as much as I can. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah, obviously, there. obviously, if you need any components for your deck before you leave for the pro tour, let us know. Maybe we can scrounge something together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll let you know. I just ended up buying the uh, the two lore uh, things. Uh, hopefully, they should be here. I think it's October 15th is what the shipping date said. Um, so I'll have two of those because I just need a Takawa, obviously, off that. Uh, yeah. And then 
Sad Mango. Uh, I'll have a lore book for you with some goodies. Um, <laughs> <about that>. So <laughs> that's why you that, yeah, join the it. Discord. Right yeah, yeah get some goodies. <laughs> join the Discord. Follow the link in the description or in the uh, show notes. Get in our Discord, and, and uh, you might end up with some goodies too. No, we're we're having a lot of fun over there. Um, these cards come out. And we all just like freak out over every single one. It's like we're very, very <laughs> impressed by what Bandai's doing over there. But yeah, Eric, yeah. how about you? What have uh, what have you been up to, buddy? Yeah, I was over at your house yesterday. What? <laughs> Where was I? I'm just kidding. Uh, you were asleep. <laughs> our other friend was. Our other friend, our other friend knocked actually... out on the couch for a couple yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Our our good friend Jonathan. Uh, and I headed over to yours and we played Robot Quest Arena, which so love good. that game. Really? Yeah. Angel, we I invited know. you, but you weren't able to make it. I know. Sucks. Who won? Who won on Robot? I uh, barely. No, it was really. No, no, it was you. Jonathan right. won unmatched at the end of the night. He did. So yeah. we played a lot of games yesterday. I think you guys were over <laughs> for like eight hours. But yeah, we started with Robot <laughs> Quest. I was playing as Petrie. And nice. I barely edged out a win over Jonathan, who was playing Crate. Mm. And Eric was playing Strider. So I think the scores were Eric had 18, Jonathan had 22, I had 25. Oh, yeah. wow. So it was very, very close. Great game. It was Jonathan's first time playing. Loved it. We converted another one. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, that game is just so good. The pacing yeah. of it, the combat is it it never feels too long and it never feels too short it's just yeah they the way they've balanced it it's just such a good good game it's amazing the time to kill in that game is great like you you get set up you get to use your fun stuff a couple of times and then the game ends and it, it, it doesn't overstay its welcome it's true i've never yep. once felt like man this game is dragging or man, that game went too fast. It's always like that was thirty minutes. Let's do another one. And we <laughs> almost did. We almost did do another one, but there were many games to be played. I think yeah, after we that, played we played one piece. One piece, yeah, yeah. Because Jonathan was like, "I'm just gonna close my eyes." <laughs> well, actually, we play tested uh, my my prototype of my That's newest right. game that I'm still working on. So um, that was good. And yeah, then we played one piece. We played Lorcana, and three we played Lorcana. That was cool. Three. Yeah, three-person Lorcana. My red-green deck did really well. <laughs> it did. I was playing um, almost mono-blue, like 56 blue cards and then four of the friends on the other side to let you draw cards. Uh, so I was going for the item deck. Was able to quest with Tamatoa for eight in one Dang. turn, but like Jeez. not enough, you know, a little too much <laughs> setup. Uh, yeah. But we mathed it out, and so Eric played three cards that made me and Jonathan lose a lore. Um, and the math worked out that if, if those cards hadn't showed up and, and if, you know, if you didn't take Tomatoa off the board, I would have won that turn with yeah. that, with that Tomatoa swing. Cause I had some other characters on the board. So it's neat what blue can do. I'm finding out, but it's not quite there yet. Maybe there'll be some set to support, or I just need to buy some more singles off uh TCG player to fill out my blue. But Lorcan is cool. It works at two and it works at three. Very, very well. And I just assumed that it would work at four also. Yeah, I think it should. I want to say that when the developer was talking about it when it first came out, I think he said it could have been up to four player yeah. um, game. Just, just the way you turn turns and who you're going after, you know, because you're just luring, basically. It's not like you're really taking life points. I mean, you right. could with yeah. red, obviously, but taking lore away. But I, I can see that. Um, and with three people, I'm sure it's fun. A little bit of a, a little bit of commander style politics going on. Like, hey, yeah, take yeah. Out. 
it's like <laughs> yeah. we need to yeah we need to gang up on this person who's doing too well like we need to bite a bullet into Mad Hatter a couple of times, please. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love I love Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter's so good, great card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love uh, that was that was kind of what happened though. Is like I think by the time you and Jonathan were like, we need to gang up on Eric. It was like it was it was a little too late. You had way too many. <laughs> so Pongo is I underrate Pongo. That evasive oh. cost there, two lore yeah. points. That Dalmatian is a hundred and one reasons why I'm gonna end it all. <laughs> <laughs> did you play aladdin eric yeah that's what i used to take away two of the lore oh, yeah yeah, yeah. The, shift, the shifted one the one you got to shift the i guess it's transformation. Uh, you never even went so up I to only, that one uh, yeah oh, really? i only yeah i only have one copy of that card um oh. so unfortunately it did not show up but um i i do have like lots of the little aladdin so i played him and then i played one of the tangled uh rapunzel Rapunzel, yeah. Mm. The six cost. She comes yeah. in, everyone loses the lore. Yeah. Honestly, like so <laughs> that deck's gotta be super fun um in in multiple players too, because like you get even more value out of those. I think Ursula is a lot more fun in multiplayer too, because you get to take away lore and then draw. So yeah, there's gonna be like decks that do better in more player games, and I think that's neat. It's just it's really well designed. Lorcan is great. The cards are like flimsy as fuck but the game is yeah. really fun yeah and the cards are just like like someone spilled water yeah yeah it's they like do water yeah. in the car. They're very flimsy it's like it's like we've underwood through these in the lake yeah the ink is still drying on the actual cards <laughs> I mean, that's what they're going for yeah yeah that's funny that you i will say though i think part of the reason we feel that way is because we're battle spirit saga players and we've we've played like shadow verse evolve as well like Gosh. we play these games we play these games where like the cardstock quality is just like way above Incredible. every other game I've ever touched. Yeah. And then, you know, Lorcan is like a step below Magic the Gathering, but yeah. then when you compare it to like Battle Spirit Saga thickness of cards, it's like, ooh. Dude, I'm nasty. just saying a deck of bicycle cards is more durable than Lorcana. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I think Robot Quest cards are more stable than Lorcana. Yeah, those feel pretty yeah. good. They're a little glossy. Yeah. And they're nice. Uh, they shuffle well, and that's good. Mm -hmm. They need to because it's a deck building game. You're shuffling a lot. Um, mm -hmm. That was like my one concern with Clank. I love Clank, but the cards are a little flimsy. Um, and you're shuffling them a lot, so they kind of get beat up. But if if you sleeve, that, that, that I guess that prevents it. But I'm not buying sleeves for everything I own, or I would be... I would have known everything I own. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so we, we played some One Piece... Um, jam that game with Lorcana, and then I think we ended the night with Unmatched. Uh, it was Jonathan's first time playing Unmatched, and uh, Eric played Bigfoot. I played Bruce Lee, <laughs> and Jonathan played Beowulf, and Beowulf reigned victorious on the night. It was very very fun. They all battled in Soho from the Cobble and Fog map. Um, Unmatched is, I think, just a fantastic miniatures skirmish game uh very quick very clean and yeah it's just good i like it it's based on the star wars epic duels miniatures game from like way back when and mm -hmm. i love that about it because uh that was one of my favorite games when i was a kid it's so cool so. i never got to play it but every time i like go over to your apartment and i see it on the shelf i'm like yeah so cool. i was about to say i have it i have it we should just play it we should i would it's love to it, the problem that you're going to run into, though, is it's going to feel like 
unmatched, but not complete. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to feel like, like, like a prototype copy of unmatched is what yeah. it's going to feel like. <laughs> That's like you're going to have, you're going to have some feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause nah. the number, the numbers in that game are just insane. Cause it's just like, <laughs> Oh, Darth Vader is Darth Vader. So Darth Vader does 10 damage. <laughs> That's funny. I love yeah. licensed games from that era. I used to, my dad owned a hobby shop when I was growing up. So like we had Pokemon right off the boat from Japan. You know what I mean? And so like he, he would like sell some other stuff in there too. And um, one of them was the star Wars episode one phantom menace trading card game, literally just from that one movie. And I still don't remember the rules, but like to this day, probably in one of my parents' houses, they have uh, probably a few boxes of those cards. And I really want to find them and I really want to play them like on stream because uh, it was just so weird. And it's all just like images from the movies. So like really awkward yeah. still frames and then just like <laughs> a mountain of Yu-Gi-Oh attacks on these cards for a B1 <laughs> battle droid. And I'm like, I didn't care as a kid. I just made up my own rules. But um, those games back in the day were just so random and untuned. Uh, I, but it's fun. I, I promise our listeners we're going to get to Battle Spirits yeah. <laughs> in a second. But have you guys ever seen the movie Titan AE? No, but mm -hmm. I've heard of this. Probably from you, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't it was, have. It was, a, it was an animated movie like back in the day. And it had a uh, hire by Creed in the soundtrack <laughs> that like played during the movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And at like a pivotal moment in the movie, like when they're fighting the bad guy, yes. Hire by Creed starts playing. Um, if that Shout gives out. you any. Yeah. yeah. It was sort of like Treasure Planet, but not made by. Yeah. Disney. Okay. Uh, I, I know uh, what you're talking about. And it came out around that same time, like when Atlantis and like these animated like movies came out that were about like this big adventure. Yeah. Um, but and it was kind of similar. Anyways, they made um, trading cards for that game, and I just ended up with a shit ton of them, like a wow. shit ton. But they were not, they didn't have a game, and I, as a kid, uh, I made my own game with them with, like, a full rule book, and I, like, based on, I made a whole, like, uh, Word document with, like, the numbers of the cards, like, matched up. You would have to look up in this book, like, card number 42, this is the text on the card. Wow. And so, I made that when I was, like, you know, like 11 or 12 years old. And, uh, I found it recently and I just like looked through it. And then I was like, eh, and I sold the cards at a yard sale. <laughs> I play it, but, I play but it, now dude. I feel kind of bad. Cause I'm like, could have kept that. Like what if that's there's a classic? Yeah. What if there's something fun in there? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, so uh, I, I, I just mentioned that because I feel like both you and I have such similar childhoods where we were just like constantly trying to turn everything into a trading card game or like just turn everything into a game yep. of, of some kind. Yeah. I, uh, one of my first like card games I wanted to make actually ended up becoming Summoner Circle, which is the game that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause I found an old notebook and it was like based off of Jade Cocoon 2, which is the most obscure PlayStation 2 game. And, yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I was like, oh, yeah, hold on. I had something here. And then like five years ago, I started actually like working on it a little bit. And now it's like almost done. And that's crazy. Oh, um, I just found this in my desk. It's a first edition deck of Monster Rancher cards. <laughs> um, Monster Rancher. But it's what not... do you think? What do you think? Should we start a Monster Rancher TCG podcast? Uh, I think we should. <laughs> 
Here's the thing, though. I was so disappointed as a kid um, when I heard about these. I was never able to get one, but it's kind of good. These don't. This game doesn't play like the video games for the Monster Rancher trading card game that they did make. Um, and Monster Rancher itself, I guess, is just really cliche or uh, not cliche, but niche. And um, I, I really want physical versions of the games cards because that was really cool it's like you built a deck based around three different monsters and then you would use your cards as resources and then you would pay guts to use attacks from your hand and they would do damage to one of your opponent's three monsters and whoever knocked out your opponent's team first won and like they had a game boy color game and a playstation game and they were both incredible uh but mm -hmm. they never made a physical version of that card game so I need to do that. I was going to say, you should just do it. Yeah. Just print them off. Who's going to stop me? No one. <laughs> no, yeah, no. At least, I at the very no least, I could probably make a TTS mod and just play it digitally with whoever wants to I'll play, to play it. it. I love it's Monster fun. Rancher. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Um, well, wow, should, we, what a should we talk about a we card should. game that, that, that does have real cards that we can actually play? Yes, that we're going <laughs> to Atlanta for in December. Yes, which by the so way, the excited. three of us need to buy our tickets for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I guess, so I guess, I, I'm selling the 50 50. I hope that I don't have to work. That's in that's December, right? That's true. Yeah. It's December. December yeah. First weekend in December, ah, I think. But I want to because I would love to play set three. So. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. I'm so sorry. This is very quick and it's Battle Spirits related. Angel right, and I it. played our first <laughs> game of Battle Spirits oh, together. Yes. In the, in the break yes, between last episode and now, we got to play. We played three games, I think. Yep. Um, first game was yellow versus purple. Um, and then I think the other two games I was like, I was play testing a blue red and then like a, a blue green. Yeah. And, and I was uh, playing, I, was, I think I was play testing one of the future purple builds and I did well against uh, some of the newer cards. So yeah, but it was fun. Cam, Cam did win the, the first game though. He won. It was a, it's a classic. It was a, the purple deck with devs and he swore me with his stupid little yellow things. And then it just kept going. <laughs> just like, he just like, I would blow up the board. He go wide again and go wide again. It's like, geez, I felt good. But, I think at one point, like I had two free stalls and yep. cathedral was level two. So like when when yeah. something would bomb, I was ramping one and drawing three, and so just chump blocked, filled the board, put favorite, yeah, put the God Beast Behemoth down, and was able. Well, to I think that game too. Win. I had what I think I had like two depths, and I was drawing like crazy for every attack you had. Yeah, and I drew I drew absolutely not. I think I had like what twenty cards in my hand. Yeah, and I drew absolutely yeah. nothing that I needed. I was, I was like, like wow. oh man, I'm so glad like, they banned wow. this card. <laughs> yeah, it's so broken. <laughs> I think I think you were at a point where you were like, if I can just draw into the dragon, the yeah. first dragon. Uh, yeah. But then dragon you just never, not. you just never saw him. I don't never think. Saw right? him. Yeah, I think you it was had the like bottom, three yeah. Baculus in your hand, and yep. you're eight cards away from dragon. Yep, that's, that's all crazy. I needed. That's all I needed. They need, they need to look. They need to create a search card or something like that. Like look for one spear or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how, I was like, I think I activated it as a turn because I was so desperate. I think I did like star blast. I think I purposely attacked with the Dragon Naga just to keep trying to draw into the dragon and nothing. It was all dead cards. I'm yeah. like, darn it. That's been, all I need. I need a boy white. <laughs> I've been replaying the Pokemon trading card game, Game Boy Color game on NSO. And um, there's literally a card called Computer Search. And I think it's, I might be getting it a little wrong, but basically I think you discard a card and then you can search your deck for any card and put it into your hand. Jeez. And wow. that is so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> I think I think Yu-Gi-Oh! Have, I forgot what it's called. Yu-Gi-Oh! has something similar where like you pay the cost, but you can search for whatever you needed, and it's literally whatever your situation was. I'm gonna grab this card then. Like it was, yeah. it was so. I mean, cards like that are so broken. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you can get out of whatever mess you need. I don't mind a search card as long as it has lots of restrictions on exactly. it because yeah. it, it really limits the design space that yeah. the designers for a game can possibly have because it's like anytime you're designing a card, you have to think about what if somebody can search for this on turn two? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon dialed it back. I've never seen that card reprinted or anything like it. Thank God. <laughs> uh, and like one of them, even like Pokeball back in the day was like flip a coin on head, search your deck for a Pokemon. Now it's flip a coin on head, search your, de search your deck for a basic Pokemon. Basic, yeah. But that still works pretty well in the current game because all of the VMAX cards are basic. So they like start with 320 health and you just put them on your bench and power them up. Anyway, I'm sorry. I took us off the rails again. Battle Spirit yeah. Saga. <laughs> I just woke up from a three hour nap, y'all. So I'm <laughs> good to go. I've been I, streaming spooky you know, night. I wanted to talk about coin flipping in card games because I that's hate something. The concept of coin flipping in card games. But I, I also like it either, I also like can... it because it can't be manipulated. Yeah, it's 50-50. That's it. It is a true 50-50, but I, yep. I think RNG like that is dangerous. I think the opposite. I think it's very often manipulated. Like, I feel like that's why I don't like it, is that the person flipping the coin, there's no agreement about how to flip a coin. That's a good point. Physically, and I so mean, I just meant yeah. like... Yeah. In, oh in, yeah, like digitally, it's great. But yeah, physically, like, I hate flipping a coin because it's like it's messy. Do we, if it lands on the floor, do we count it? If it lands yeah. on the table, do we count it? Do you have to pick it up and flip it over onto right. your arm, or like because people <laughs> have all sorts of different ways of doing it? And then I feel like games that involve coin flipping, you're always playing with a little kid, and they're always fucking cheating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. that one friend, that one friend who always cheats too. Still to this yeah. day. That's um, a special coin that flips. That's why just just do a die roll. If you yeah. want fifty fifty, just do odd even. Yep. Like that's that's how I feel that's about it. Easier. But anyways, Battle Spirit Saga. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's it. Look, if you catch somebody cheating, flipping a coin, just drop kick them. That's it. Like, it's like yeah. no more. It's like <laughs> grab the coin out of the air and be like, "This is a double sided yeah. coin." <laughs> <laughs> You're suggesting that our viewers drop kick drop kick children. That's uh, <laughs> You didn't hear here. That's, like, <laughs> that's why the episode title is Drop Kicking Children. <laughs> now it makes sense. All right, Eric. You need take, an SBR of that. Yeah. Um, take it away. Let's before we get any further off the rails. I'm for so legal sorry. reasons. For legal yeah. reasons, absolute <laughs> BSS does not condone the drop kicking of children. Yes. To be clear. That was a joke. Um now, here's a card that loves to do that. Ancient yes. Guardian Trident Dragon. Oh. Ancient Guardian <laughs> Trident Dragon. That was my Joey, that was my Joey Wheeler impression. We all uh, knew. It was pretty bad. Oh, I okay. thought it was great. Oh, you thought it was good? I liked, okay. I liked I it, yeah. It was great. He's a seven cost three reduction red. This is this card is red, by the way, for our listeners. Uh Ancient Dragon Spirit. For one core at level one, he's 5k. At three cores. At level two, he's 7K. And for five cores at level three, 10K. So big boy. That's good stat line. Flash Awaken. So th this is not a star dragon, but it does have the awaken mechanic. So um, at level two and level three, 
during your attack step. At the start of the step, place two cores from your trash that are not a soul core onto the spirit for every ruby sanctuary you control. So uh, huh. this is this this is one of the cards. Um, we're gonna see a few of them at X Rare um, that are this like guardian type, and the guardians are like the protectors of the sanctuary nexuses. Um, which uh, I don't think we've cool had a chance to mechanic. I don't think we've had a chance to talk about the sanctuaries on the show yet, but, um, basically there's a couple cards in the new set that do things when the, uh, the sanctuary is down or they, uh, are searching for the sanctuaries and there's one for each color, That's but, cool. um, I like that. Yeah. Um, at level three, when the spirit attacks, select any number of your opponent's spirits with a combined total of 6,000 or fewer BP and destroy them. Jesus. Uh, so 6,000 or fewer is not huge, but I, and you need five cores to do this, but that's still pretty good. It's another one of those, uh, like Nova style effects. So, yeah. um, I'd be interested to beast. I'd be interested to see where this card kind of fits in the meta because it's, it's a little expensive to do the things that it does, but it does have the awakens. So you can potentially just have the one core on it, do some other stuff during your attack step move the cores over to it. Um, I also think it's interesting that this is maybe the first time that flash awaken has been printed on a card and it doesn't have like the awaken, uh, mechanic like outlined in parentheses underneath. Yeah. I like, that. I might, I might be wrong about it being the first time. I don't know, but I, I think it's cool that they are now just like, yep, flash is a thing and you need to know what it does. <laughs> I like, well, I like it because the potential ramp. Yeah. That's yeah. what I say. The ramp with this. Cause I like now that the flash awaken, almost serves a purpose of moving course around because you're cycling course back at the start of the attack step. So, mm -hmm. and they, I mean, I don't know how many Ruby sanctuaries you can really play depending on what they do off the top of my head. I forget what they do, but um, if you have that. a few of them, I mean, if you have a few of them, depending on what they do, I mean, this is a really cool card. I mean, not to mention the, uh, those of you guys that haven't seen it, the SPR version of the card. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So a lot good. of these have SPRs that we're going to be talking about today and they are, beautiful ruby sanctuary i'll i'll just quickly do the sanctuaries as they come up uh ruby sanctuary two cost reduced by one red nexus at level two for three cores during your attack step when in effect on one of your spirits that costs five or more destroys one of your opponent's spirits draw a card oh so this triggers with the okay. nexus as so well there we go yeah so, that yeah. makes sense yeah that is cool so yeah I, you, I mean i like it what do you guys think on this guy champ or chump I think the champ. I, I yeah, I have to agree. I think being able to drop him for four if you're running mono red, uh, or just a lot of red, feels good. I like seeing Flash outside of the Star Dragon and Nova meta, yep. and it makes a lot yeah. more sense on this card specifically. Like you can really buff him up, uh, relatively easily, and and get a cool effect for it, and potentially ramp in red, which is I think good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say champ blissfully like, ignorant like of red. Yeah, and no, I like that he has basically like three effects on, like, you know, in one where you're ramping back up your cores that you probably use. Let's say you use them to play them, or you can get them back. He also pops something, and now it's working contingency with a with a sanctuary, right? So now you're drawing as well. And I really love cards that work with other cards if they're on the field. Um, it kind of builds that synergy together. So um, I think it's pretty cool. It's, I think a, good it's a good comeback card. card, you know, like. Also, like if you're like down to just a couple nexuses, maybe a couple of little red guys, you pop him on the field, you might be able to even out what your opponent is doing, uh, depending on the colors that they're playing. I, I like him. I think he's cool. Yep. He, he's, uh, a built, he's a built in volcanic break. 
So true. Yeah, I was gonna say he reminds me a yeah. little bit of Dragno King. From, that too. Yeah, from set two. Yeah. Um, and I and I like Dragno King. I just never found a, a space for him. But this one, because it does give you a little bit of the ramp and it has the flash to be a little more versatile. Maybe this will find a nice home in a in a red deck that's not Pterosaurs. Yeah. Or Star Dragons. It could also go in Star Dragons. I don't know, but yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, I'll say Champ. I'm I'm excited to play with this one. I'm definitely going to try it out. Yeah, it's cool. All right, Angel. I've been waiting All for right. this specific trait, X-Rare, for a minute. Go for it. Yeah, so this beautiful card, uh, Blaze <laughs> Lion Colmane. Um, it's actually another red card. Uh, it's an eight-cost Emperor Beast with, what is it, three, four, five, six-cost reduction? Yeah, yeah. six-cost reduction. So um, at level one, two, and three, when this spirit attacks during this turn, this spirit gains 2,000 battle points for every spirit you control. And at level two and three during your end step, at the start of the step, draw cards until you have three cards in your hand. Um, and the PP line is pretty good. You know, at one core, he's at 6,000. At three cores, he's at 8,000. And four cores, he's actually at 10,000. So he's a pretty big guy. I mean, yes, he's sort of expensive, but honestly, you're playing mono red with this. Super cheap. And the ability to, you know, if you have no hand, you constantly get to have at least three cards in your hand. Um, and I think anytime in any card game, um, Cards like that, I love, you know. Hearthstone has a few cards that are like that. At the end of the turn, if you did so much damage, draw three cards in your hand. Like, I love always being able to draw. So, uh, yeah. I like it. I love this because he's basically, not exactly, obviously, but it, it feels like God Beast Behemoth to me in yellow. Yeah. This is the red mm. version of that. This is the, I get to run Flame Weasel finally. I get to yeah. run all yeah. my cute little two-cost Emperor Beast guys and get rewarded for going wide with little things in red yeah. and pair that with some really powerful removal that yellow doesn't always have. So I'm really excited to build a very off meta deck built around this guy and uh, try to make that work because I do really love red. I love the draw power of red. Like I don't need a blessed cathedral in red. I have tons of draw to flood with these little emperor beasts and stack big blaze lion colmanes. I'm pumped on this guy wrapped it on being banned uh now i'm like yeah that's Makes probably the right move yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely uh, he would be a four of in this deck whatever you're doing with this over wrapped it on would have gone in there yeah um this is such an aggressive card i dig it i am really excited to play around with this uh i also think this could go in the pterosaur build i, oh, I don't sure. know oh, yeah. like it, it fits in there it you have the emperor beast trait and uh you potentially play this for two yeah so it's similar to gigano rex in that way well and his stat um, lines are are so impressive right. and he gains two thousand for each other spirit you have so literally yeah. Even if you had him, it, yeah even if you had him at level one easily can get to ten thousand depending how many spirits you have so it's well, just and like it's, yeah. not, it's not every other either he counts himself yep Oh, so, so yeah. when he's he really attacks, oh, so he's really a eight, you know, by himself, he's, he's an 8K, an 8, 10, 12. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's good. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of this guy. Yep. I'm going to build the deck immediately after this episode. The what thing I like about this card as well, is just like, even though it's not, it's just, it looks like if it was SPR, it just, the artwork for it is yeah. so defined. It's so like in yes. your face with a color Aurora, like. It's such a dope card. As soon as I saw it, I was like, man, that guy looks super cool. Like, It rules. You know what's weird about some of the red 
Emperor Beast cards is they look like cards that are other colors. I don't know how to explain it because yeah, there's like the Emperor Beast Le- the Emperor Beast Leon looks like a white card yep. sometimes when mm. I look at it, and then this one looks like a purple card. Purple card, yeah, that was purple yeah. at first. I was saying yeah. it's a red card. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if this was purple? Holy oh my God. shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, talk about drawing. Let's keep drawing, baby, and popping. Yeah. Bunch of Camelot Knights. Like, let's go. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, oh, is it my turn? It's, uh, it's my turn. Camps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I did the first one. My bad. So we got our Nightling Mommy. Yeah. Ancient Castle Guardian Nocturna. So this is a seven cost, three reduction purple spirit Nightling trait. Uh, at level one, two, and three, while the spirit attacks, curse straight up. Uh, level one, two, and three, when destroyed, select two of your opponent's spirits, remove one core from each of those spirits, place them into their reserve, place a core from the void into your reserve for each of your opponent's spirits destroyed by this effect. So kind of like uh, the dragon, but in death, uh, and a little lower, but. So not like the dragon. Uh, at level two and three, when this spirit attacks, <laughs> you may exhaust one of your Amethyst Sanctuary Nexuses to select a spirit card with curse from your trash and summon it. Mm. So Void Lord? Yeah. Yep. And summon it as in, like, not paying the cost, I'm assuming? Yeah. I don't think you... Well... You just have to put I, a core I, on it to keep it alive. I would say, yeah, just put mm. a core, but, you know, it's Battle Spirits. The, the words are sometimes left for interpretation so um i bet you do have to from. pay for it i bet it's is it similar to the wording on like beldegor let's find uh, out let me check beldegor real quick um gotta find him because if he can just summon anything with curse out of your trash yeah that's void lord all day beldegor beldegor, beldegor says you may the immortal effect says you may summon this spirit card from your trash when one of your other spirits costs four or five is destroyed. That's what Beldegor says. So, so summon means you do have to spend. So probably have to pay for it. Yeah, 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 you probably have to pay for that. And then real quick, Amethyst Sanctuary. Maybe that helps. Uh, it's a two cost, one reduction purple nexus. Level two for one core during either attack step. When a spirit is destroyed, view the top card of your deck, discard that card, or return it to the top of your deck. So I guess in the case of this, no, her when destroyed effect is different than that. This is a weird one. This is a weird card. That is weird, yeah. She's hot. That <laughs> that, that that last ability, like, there's definitely something to that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure this will click with me at some point. I I mean, like, I guess that's good to threaten with curse and then just bring out a little like even a camelot knight with curse and then continue the attack is good um maybe i'm trying oh, it's kinda to like, break it it's kind of like like a swift purple curse yeah spirit. because you'll crash then attack get the get it back again i mean as long as you have the course for it and pay for it and then one thing i noticed with this set at least for purple which i like a lot it's very heavy on curse yeah. Um, there's a lot of other magic cards that are, I think I sent on Discord uh, one day that you can activate curse on your turn or you know on your opponent's turn, which I love. It's like a counter. Um, so I don't know. I think this card it's weird the way it reads, but I mean I'm sure, I mean like anything, it definitely has a purpose at some point. Could she potentially loop a second copy of herself? Pretty she easily can. if she's at level two and attacks curse dies takes something with it 
removes cores from your opponent, kills them, and ramps a couple of cores, then target or exhaust Amethyst Sanctuary, targets another ancient castle guardian nocturna, summon it, and do the same. I don't thing. think you can because she only has curse while she attacks, right? So just an or how do I read that? Right. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. So, so she attacks she something her. like bigger than her or has to Yeah, you could be chump blocked. I guess she could yeah. loop a second so, one. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe that's something. Someone smarter than me and who plays purple more than me is gonna figure out. I need to look out. into it, yeah. I need to look into it because that's like <sighs> I've seen other cards in the set with a lot of core removal effects as well, and with the curse ability, so that's definitely like a little spicy combo with her for sure. At the very I mean, least, she can recur Maduke if you have the cores. Yeah. Yeah. So if they Which, that's somehow good. <laughs> they yeah, if they somehow get rid of Maduke, you can bring her back. And then your opponent's just gonna forfeit and walk out of the building that you're in. But <laughs> Yeah, alright. That's her. Anything else? I like her. No, SPR version of her. Amazing. Probably one of the better artworks I like so far as well. Yep. So she looks good. I like her. Weird, yeah. weird wording, but I'm sure it'll make sense once we uh, play test and really start digging into. Oh, okay, this is how it works. So yeah, I, I'm interested to see what this is. This is one of those cards reminds me of like when Maduke first came out. It's a lot of text. Yeah. Like, All right, cool. And then when you play, it's yeah. like, oh wait, Ashley does this and this means yeah. this. So you I think this is gonna be like a Maduke. Yeah, I just need to look into it, read it, and really analyze what it wants to do. Yeah. Someone's gonna break it. I agree. <laughs> Someone who puts the time in is going to figure out something cool with it, I'm sure. This is another tribal X that I've been waiting for, this next one. Uh, Viper Dragon Huswan? Swan? Falung? Yeah. Uh, is a six cost, three reduction purple serpent spirit. So cool. when does. Uh, oh, level one for one core, 3K. Level two for three cores, 5K. Level three for six cores, 9K. At all three levels, when destroyed by opponent, your opponent selects one of their refreshed spirits, remove three cores from it, and place them into their reserve. That's pretty at cool. all three levels, when it attacks, it has curse. And then at level two and level three only, during your attack step, when one of your serpent spirit attacks, you may select one of your opponent's exhausted spirits. Your serpent spirit attacks it. That's cool. So they've really solidified... They've really solidified this like attacking exhausted spirits yeah. thing as like a core mechanic that purple has now yeah. because we we've had that in the past but I feel like we've seen a lot of that in this set so that's interesting. I well, love what's cool it. with this is like it has curse right so now attack your exhausted spirit it's automatically going to get destroyed whether I have higher oh, yeah. or not because of curse but now I could see this even if he does get destroyed I could see this in tangent with ancient castle guardian because now you bring him back. Yeah, I if like you. Uh, Nocturna, yeah, exactly. I was just about to so, say that. Yeah, Nocturna bringing back serpents because they yep. have pretty good reduction costs on them. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. If you attack an exhausted spirit with this and it dies because it doesn't have enough BP, does that count as being destroyed by your opponent to trigger the first effect? That's a I good think question. Uh, I think it does. I feel like it would. BP. Yeah. So I know, know someone to comprehend. Especially with it. the way the wording is, because your opponent selects one of their refreshed ones. It's kind of encouraging yeah. you to bomb this into a big exhausted thing, curse kill yeah. it, and then also remove a refreshed spirit. Yeah. I like that. 
you know what? I'm actually super into this. I've been wanting to build. I have a serpent deck ready to go, and I've been like praying for the day that this guy comes out. And not I think enough. that I think a few key things have happened to where serpents are going to be a thing. One, depths is banned, so yep. you're pretty. You have free reign to use whatever serpent related nexus or whatever you want to do. Yeah. And then two, uh, we've just seen a lot of really good serpents starting to come out. So I, I could definitely see a purple serpent deck, like really take hold in the meta. There are some good yeah. serpents back in set one. There, yeah, there, there a lot is. of them Absolutely. are textless, but they are like free if you're flooding with serpents. Well, there's the boa that like has the same ability the as the dragon Naga. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm reading here the rule, uh, comprehensive rule says that uh, when comparing BP, the BP of the two battering spirits are compared, and a spirit with fewer BP is destroyed. If your BPs are equal, both spirits are destroyed. So it gets destroyed. So I'm assuming the effect will go off by your point. I mean, it's weird, right? Because this is by your point, right? Yeah, that's my question. Is like, does that count as uh, by your opponent? I think because you're actively making. The thing is, the spirit with the higher <laughs> BP destroys the other spirit, right? So if that's your, your opponent's, opponent's spirit. spirit, I would think so. But I chose to attack into it. <laughs> and that's well, what's confusing me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. because of an effect that like shakes up the rules and lets you. I think, I yeah. really think that is the design sense. I just, I know there's a lot of text on these cards already, but I really wish there was just a little bit more yeah. to clarify. Yeah, like... It would almost be more, more clear if they intended to do that if it said when destroyed in battle or yeah, something. Yeah. Like I feel During like that combat. would make it more clear. Yeah. That's a but good I don't point. Know. That's a good point. It might it might work like that though anyways, though. I might just be like, you know. I I just question how that would work, but I think you're probably right, Cam, is that's probably the intent is that you swing into something big, you like you know, they both die, and then the destroyed effect triggers. Take something but else with it. That was. We might have to yeah. wait for an FAQ to fully. Yeah, because here, out. looking at destruction effects here, like it just says, effects which would apply to destroy cards or apply when cards are destroyed are not applied in the case of self destruction. Ah, uh, I so wonder if that I, would count as self destruction. Uh, so destruction because you're purposely attacking. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. It, it might be like you said, uh, FQ <laughs> later on because that's it's a weird one. I love I love how the <laughs> to figure out what this card does, we have to decide if like the cards have like free will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think either like, way though, this is a cool, <laughs> good card. I'm gonna call champ. Uh, yeah, because okay. yeah. you only need the three cores on him to get all of the effects going. And you're not yeah. trying to buff him up. You're using him for his curse mm -hmm. and you're yeah. wanting him at the very least, right? Maybe it doesn't work if you bomb a little guy. Maybe you take out stuff that's exhausted. So they're like, man, I have to kill this spirit. And when they do, you take another one with them. Like he's just venomous. Yeah. And the art is cool. It is. Cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Man, I'm I, a sucker. I'm a sucker for anything purple anyway. So yeah. I like it. <laughs> I, I think it. purple, it's got to be tribal like this. And I, I think I'm going to build a serpent deck. Well, if you're going to play purple, I'm going to go to the ball and play this next card. It's the yellow card. Yes. Uh, yeah. Empress Guardian Red Queen. Uh, she is an otherlander. Obviously, a yellow card for six costs, three Woo! cost reduction. Uh, with one core, she's at 3,000, two cores, 4,000, and four cores, she's at 6,000. All three level effects when summoned, select one of your opponent's spirits, reduces BP by 2,000 during this turn, and at level in three, 
during your main step, when one of your other other lander spirits are summoned, you may exhaust one of your Topaz Sanctuary Nexuses to activate one of the spirits when summoned effects a second time. Wow. Okay, that's so, so what does cool. what does so what does Topaz Sanctuary do though? Let me grab that for you real quick. That card is a two cost reduced by one yellow nexus. Level two for two cores during your opponent's end step. At the start of the step, select a card from your opponent's hand at random and reveal it. Oh. Mm. That's not bad. Okay. That's kind of okay. cool. Information is good to have, right? I've noticed a lot of the sanctuaries, like their purpose is really to just be out there to trigger other effects. And yeah, then I yeah. think they just, they kind of just do something like maybe like just to do something yeah. like yeah. just for a little bit of extra value, but really their purpose is to be there to trigger this. She gives me a, uh, I don't know if you guys ever played street fighter, but Vega. Yeah. Vibes, yeah. For mask, sure. the rose, but she looks cool. She looks deadly. Very cool. She, Very she neat art. It's, we got yeah. an SPR of this one that looks great. Yeah. As well. I've been dying oh. to see what the Queen of Hearts looks like in this yeah. in this world. Um, she's been referenced quite a bit. I love other landers. You know, I'm a yellow yep. player. Well, she is once again another other land another other lander. <laughs> so fun yeah. to say. Uh that reduces BP by like a little tiny fraction of a little bit. Yeah. And I we have a few of these now. So I wonder if there's something you can build where you're like Minus 2k, minus 2k, minus 2k. Now that thing's dead. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the one like, that comes to mind. Um, in set two, we got... Well, what's wrong? Oh, that's a starter. <laughs> in set two, we got Arcane Beast Queen, which is a four cost, three reduction yellow, other lander spirit. Oh, yeah. Level one, two, and three, one summon. Select one of your opponent's spirits, reduce its BP by 2,000. So if you're mm. keeping these on the field with the queen... Uh, you get to trigger that a couple of times each turn, pair that with some angelic pressures and, uh, drowsy fumes, and you can get rid of a lot of stuff. And if you have some, some luster, like you're, you're putting these cards back into your hand, that's what I'm thinking. Like finally the drain mechanic, which I played a lot of in Digimon yellow, um, is, is being fleshed out here in battle spirits. Yeah. And so I, I might be making a secondary yellow deck with uh with other landers finally yeah i think well, there's definitely you, something there could you do this and do a second time uh with uh arcana joker with his one summon oh yeah so be able to be able to attack twice unblockable basically. yeah you could give yeah. another spirit unblockable or with um, king charles and just keep flipping stuff oh. off your deck so, yeah. Does she go in the Void Lord uh, meme deck? <laughs> Maybe. I think Why so. Not? <laughs> Why not? That deck is already <laughs> horrible, <laughs> yeah. but fun. I don't so think it, might I as don't, well. I don't think she needs to be there. I think this is definitely for for Joker. For think, yeah, specific the, niche. The dragon that gives uh, Lumiere that gives blessed. Mm. If you really yeah. want to lean into that, but I think it's for, I think it's for draining, and I think it's for Joker. Um, yeah. which is I cool. love the other lander spirit type though. So I'm excited to build another lander yeah. deck with this yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, and I just love Alice. I play four copies of Alice in any yellow deck anyway. Um, I know yeah. she doesn't really pair with red queen, but like they're both other worlders or other landers and they both do some really fun stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, to me, a yellow, like, I mean, I like fable beast, but other landers always been like 
they're just cool. The R type that I like, you know, yeah. like their play yeah. style, what they do, you know, like you said, they're cool looking. So um, I'm excited for her. And like, you know, I think I played yellow maybe five times in my entire year of Battle Spirit <laughs> playing. And, uh, but this is something, I mean, once yellow gets really spicy and gets those finishing pieces, it needs to really be competitive. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I try some yellow as well. So, yeah. Red Queen could be what other landers need. We'll just have to see. We could see. We'll see. Um, beauty Rose. I'm looking at other other landers right now with their one summoned effects. The Card Soldier Pentan lets you select an other lander spirit from your trash, return it to the top of your deck. Um, the Cheshire Cat lets you reduce the cost of the next yellow magic card you use from your hand this turn by one. Um, that's pretty good. Cam's looking at Cam's looking at other other lander brothers from other mothers. <laughs> <laughs> other other lander mothers um <laughs> arcana princess Anne from set two that we talked about is like man this could be good during this turn when one of your other lander spirits is destroyed by your opponent select one of your opponent's spirits reduce its bp by 1000 oh wait no that one's weird when one of your other lander spirits is destroyed by your opponent during this turn when summoned why yeah would, that why would they be destroyed that's dumb <laughs> that card has always made like no sense to me. Yeah, I'm angry. About <laughs> it. Yeah, I don't understand that. Oh well. Um, but yeah, so it'll, be they're, they're... it'll be revealed to us someday. Some other, yeah. other some other other lander yeah. uh, will show us the way. There's some stuff there oh. for sure. Cam, you should talk about this one next. All right. Sorry, I was building my other lander deck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know you're excited about this. I game. am. I'm so excited about this one. I like, yeah. Okay. 10 millennia turtle Genbu. This is an eight cost four reduction yellow fabled beast spirit. Uh, level one. I forgot to read the stats on, on the, on the castle queen level one at one core is five K level two at two cores is six K level four or sorry. Level three at four cores is 10 K. So I like that stat list. One, two, and three during your attack step. At the start of your step, select one of your other Fabled Beast Spirits. It cannot be blocked by your opponent's spirits with effects listed during this turn. I love when cards have that effect. Because no one's playing Spring of Norn like me. Um, <laughs> and then level two and three. During your attack step, when one of your Fabled Spirit Beast... Sorry. When one of your Fabled Beast Spirits is destroyed by your opponent, select one of your Fabled Beast Spirits and refresh it. So, okay. The way this reads makes me think that the the serpent works the way that I want it to. Because during your attack step, when one of your fabled beasts is destroyed by your opponent, that has to mean, like, if I declare an attack... And you block. Oh, but they declare the blocker. The, yeah, the serpent they is the different blocker. because you declare the... the okay. You're, yeah, you're that's, what, that's how I think it reads. I think you're purposely choosing Damn. to attack an yeah. exhausted spirit with a higher BP. But we could be wrong, man. Maybe that's what the card's intended for, but until it's out and we really ask the judge, like, like hey, how does yeah. this work? Like, I'm going to wait for an FAQ on that one, personally, because yeah. I think that's a situation we've never encountered before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Two and three, when one of your Fabled Beast Spirits is destroyed by your opponent, select one of your Fabled Beast Spirits and refresh it. So that does work when you spam the little guys. You get to refresh the big guys. So I'm thinking this slots in. You know, I'm running four God Beasts. Maybe I do two and two. God Beast and Genbu. That was going to be my question is like, how does this slot in when God beast is already at th the eight slot? I think it's, um, I think it's depending on what fabled beasts you're running. So my fabled beast deck is actually just 
four flying turtles, four dual eagles, four god beasts. So when my flying turtle is looking for fabled beasts, it's looking for only itself or two others. It's more of just drawing through. In a deck that's like blessed and like running Kate Sith and running, um, you know, more of the actual fabled beast stuff. I guess that's not true. I have the bunny in my two cost deck too. Um, so either way, I think it's it's a three of in a deck that uses the four and five and six cost fabled beasts. I think it's a two or a one of in the two cost fabled beast behemoth build. Personally. Mm -hmm. I think I will good, say this though. though. Out of all the yellow cards, I'm trying to hopefully I'm not shooting myself in the foot, but I think of all the yellow cards, this is probably like the most mean looking yellow cards, yeah. right? Most yeah. yellow cards are very like <laughs> joyful and cute, and this guy's like I feel like this would be like a red card, like like Eric was pointing out. Like I feel like some of these X rays are like for other colors, basically. Like he just looks mean. This doesn't look like a yellow, nice creature. He looks like what? Why did you wake me up from my slumber? Look yeah, it's like he's he's got a fucking big. castle on his back. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like look at the birds for reference. Yeah, yeah. got my the black bird. Gosh. Yeah, I love this. I love this card so much. That's cool, man. I said Fable Beast. It's up there with other landers. Like they do cool things. They have really, really great synergy with each other and the effects of, of one another. So uh, this card would definitely see play. So I consider him a champ. Yeah, he's cool. I I definitely do. Cool yellow. I wonder. I wonder if he'll have an SPR. I hope Maybe so. Yeah. Behemoth got an SPR that I still don't have any of. I need to. I need to just get those personally for me because I love those. I love Behemoth. All right, you want to go into white, Eric? Sleepless Guardian Frost Tiger is first up for white. Oh, this uh, guy was yeah. just referenced on the last flavor text. He's a machine beast, seven cost, three reduction. He's going to deal with the uh, other Nexus, but he's level one for one core, 4K, level two for four cores, 9K. Uh, at both levels during opponent's attack step, this spirit can block your opponent's spirits without a soul core on them, even if exhausted. Whoa. Wow. Okay. So the only way to not get blocked by this guy is by having a soul core on you. Um, yeah. You can only he goes have up to, one. He goes up to 9K. When he blocks, he gets 1,000 BP. So actually, he goes up to 10K. <laughs> and 5K. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind that this triggers each time that he blocks. So even while he's exhausted, he'd be like, if he has soul oh, cores on him, yeah. yeah, he'd be 10K, then 11K, then wow. 12K. Wow. Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just saying it gains from this block. It's a, it just keeps gaining. Look at you turn. reading yeah. cards, Eric. <laughs> well, because that's how Rocket City works. Yeah. And it's like only happens every now and then, but that is how it, it triggers. Um, and then during your attack step at this at level two, at the start of the step, select one of your spirits with a when the spirit blocks effect for each diamond sanctuary you control. During this turn, the selected spirits cannot be blocked by your opponent's spirits that cost six or fewer. Jeez this guy Louise. is... Please. This guy is nuts. He's Derm he Dinah's pet. He's Derm, yeah, like, he's like Derm Dinah, like just like lower, like he's, Derm uh, Dinah's like, go destroy this. The, he's Infinity Shield, Rocket City, and Derm Dinah all rolled into one very cool package. The Buffalong Bill when the spirit blocks deck is alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that deck showed up a little bit when we first started playing the game. Do you remember that? People playing like oh, Buffalong yeah. Bill yep. and like yep. Elk and stuff? That yep. deck is back, baby. Like, <laughs> uh, and I can't wait because I actually really like that deck, and I think I'm gonna 
I'm definitely going to build around this. And Stream Otter is going in. <laughs> yep. Stream Otter, <laughs> Rocket City, Diamond <laughs> yeah. Sanctuary, and uh, Derm Dyna. So Diamond Sanctuary is a two cost reduced by one white Nexus at level two for two cores. This Nexus cannot be selected by the effects of your opponent's magic. It's pretty good. I'm never going to use that ability, but I you think know. you might. If you want like guaranteed Nexuses out for Derm Dyna or for other reasons like that's just reduction yeah. that can't be removed that's for only two cores you know like yeah you can you can technically summon this guy for free if you play uh dimensional rift yeah so the magic card because uh it doesn't, it doesn't have even if it did it doesn't matter but uh dimensional rifts uh you may summon a white spirit card with a when this spirit blocks effect from your hand without paying its cost when summon effects on the spirit summoned by this effect are not triggered, but who cares? He doesn't have it when summon effect. So what just what like, is the creature on Dimensional Rift? Because he looks I don't know, awesome. but it looks super uh, badass. He's though. he's like, the pilgrim that uh, he's the pilgrim that searches uh, for the sanctuary. Um, the so this guy also uh, can be played with the Nomengard City, the Nomen City. Yeah, for sure. As well, mm. that nexus, and that would just yeah. make him four cost. If you have just that nexus down, he costs four. Wow! So pilgrim synthetic sage, that's cool. Machine so, beast, sleepless guardian, frost tiger, absolute champ. I am yeah, gonna build with that nuts. for sure. Nuts! You are gonna see white. You're gonna see mono white when this spirit blocks decks up at the top of the meta. I assure you that. I I would bet money on that. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Axe Spider? This card feels a lot more balanced. Like it's really, really cool. Uh, yeah. It's a little more expensive, but like there are ways to really slot it into some good white stall decks, and like that's not going anywhere. And that's cool. That's fine. I like this card a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Definitely a if, champ for sure. If Axe Spider was still around, I would, I would, I would actually go and bet real money on the white deck thing that I yeah. just said. So <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Well, continuing with the theme of white, the next X-Rare, Snow-Capped Peak Goddess Skitty, I think so it says. So sure. she's a nine cost with four cost reduction. Uh, at level one for one core, she's a 7,000. Le uh, for level two for two cores, 8,000. Level three for five cores, 12,000. At all three levels, uh, if you control a spirit with a soul core on it, your opponent can only select a spirit with a soul core on it when using an effect to select one of your spirits. At level two and three, uh, has armor white, which uh, that's actually interesting. First armor white with wow. armor white. Oh, uh, well, yeah, it threw me off. I was like, wait, armor white? So, yeah, has armor white. And then at level three, during your uh, opponent's end step, at the start of the step, return all of your opponent's exhausted spirits to their hand. So, Whoa. yeah, you punish, you want to attack, you're going to get what punished. The fuck? Or, or make, hey, mix it in with <laughs> Thorn Prison, Thorn Prison, exhaust them, and the turn, bounce all that crap back to your hand, make you spend force again. <laughs> What yeah. the fuck? No cap, baby. No cap. So like, you right drop there. her down. You put the soul core on something else so that yep. if they want to kill her they or bounce her or whatever, they, they have to select the other her. thing. Yeah. Yep. They can't even bounce her because she has armor white. <laughs> yep. What so, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> She's a goddess, man. Don't mess with her. She ain't playing around. Cam, you know what you need to do? You need to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sing anymore. We're going to get DMC'd. Yeah, yeah it was too oh, she's good. she's an ice princess. We know she's going to be an ice princess, but she's... I forgot to say her archetype. She's an ice princess. So what the She's fuck? very flavorful. So, I like her. Great White's art. White's looking good. 
Yeah, white El- Elsa. Good. Elsa's coming soon to white decks near you. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. I mean, between this and the Frost Tiger, it's like back-to-back, like White saying, I, yeah, we're going to control this, and we're going to punish you as well. feels like set one all over again, man. I'm like afraid to look at White Sleeves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, um, that's a very good card, I think. I'm building a White deck for sure. I think so. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Getting back to my roots. <laughs> yeah, I got to find some yellow shit to get around this bullshit. My green aggro deck uh, is going to die thanks to blue, so I got to go back to White. <laughs> so I have to drain the spirit that has a soul core on it first, then drain her. Then try of drain like her, yeah. potentially 12k. Easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez um. And if you don't and you try to push, you're gonna get punished for trying to attack and exhausting your spirits. Yeah, I think so. luckily she is expensive to slot into a green deck, but slotting green support in a mostly white deck is gonna go really far with her. Oh. Even yeah. just oh, needle yeah. shot. All you do is you put um, Worker Ant-Man and Thorn Prison into a white deck, and you're good to go. Yep. <laughs> that's all you really Which need. Which people you, do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Worker I mean, Ant-Man's that's probably that's in there yeah. already anyways, you know? <laughs> that's This is brutal. This is a brutal card. Wow. She's a princess, good. man. She ain't messing around. That's nutty. Okay. <laughs> well... Let's uh, move on to this next one. This is a green X-Rare. I love the art on this card. Yeah, this one's really cool. It's giving Shadowverse. I was about to say, it reminds me of the, the, the Aria spirit. Yeah. 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 Which I love the art on those, too. Those are cool. I, I do, too. So this is a five-cost, two-reduction, green Leaf Kindred spirit. Uh, level one for one core, it has 3K. Level two for three cores, it has 5K. Level three for five cores, it has 8K. Level one, two, and three, when summoned, place one core from the void each onto one of your emerald sanctuary nexuses and this spirit. Huh? Place one core from the void each <laughs> onto one of your emerald sanctuary nexuses and the spirit. Oh, okay. She, she, she's she like a heaven's two. cloak. She's yeah. like a heaven's cloak butterfly, but if you also have the nexuses, she puts cores onto yeah. those That's as well. nuts so. that she ramps herself. Yeah, because then you can just move the core off your nexus under her. That's yep. that's a yeah. lot of ramp at five. Even if you don't have any nexuses down, I think it's still pretty decent. It's yeah. another it's another free core for but if you yeah. do. Just, she like pays for herself almost. Yeah. That's nuts. Okay, and then level two and level three. When the spirit attacks or blocks, select two of your opponent's spirits that cost three or fewer, or one of your opponent's spirits that cost six or fewer, and exhaust them. Love Good it. Lord. Like it. You so control, control the board. She could also go in this white green deck because she yep. has a when the spirit blocks ability and she can also exhaust stuff. And she yep. for the for the Gale. ice princess. Gale for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh an emerald well, sanctuary. Is, yeah. I was gonna say, what does that one do? I was about to ask you. It says two cost reduced by one green nexus at level two for only one core. When one of your effects exhausts one of your opponent's spirits, which there's a lot of them, select one of your spirits against 2,000 BP during this turn. Oh, okay. So pretty good. That helps the yeah. little the little green guys get up and out of yeah. like, certain ranges. That's probably maybe the most synergy I've seen between the Guardian and the Nexus so far. Yeah. Keyforge does a lot of um, like stuff like this, where like each house in a set has similar cards, but that 
you know, like uh, in, in Winds of Exchange, every house has an outpost artifact. And so they all read like put a car, put a friendly creature on the bottom of your deck to do X and X ties in with the house that it's in. And I really like when games do that add a little bit of sim symmetrical design that's also still asymmetrical. I, I think that's just really good design. So I like the sanctuary ideas. They're pretty cool. She's a good card. I, I honestly think you could play her even without the sanctuary and she's still good. Yeah, you could play like, her in yeah. any green. Yeah, her level two and level three effects are just really good. I mean I mean apart from the ramp that she ramps herself. Uh yeah. I mean yeah. level two level three. You control yeah, I'm either gonna stop two of your little guys or I'm gonna stop one of the big guys I don't want to deal with right now, you know? Uh, yeah. Green ramp is so I good. I think without the ramp, she still would be playable, but she might not slot into every deck because yeah. she it would be hard to find the space for her. But with the ramp, you can make a little bit more of an argument. Like if you're running Heaven's Cloak, but you already have some other four costs and you need more fives, you might swap those out for her just to get a little bit of extra value. Yeah, yeah, because there are a lot of good four cost greens, and I yeah. find myself really struggling between cards like Emerald Pincer and Heaven's Cloak, depending on yeah. like what I'm wanting to do. Um. And she definitely frees up that space. You're totally right. She's good. I, I like, like her. her. This this next guy is also good. This is mine, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Black Huntsman Shatan Jaeger. This is crazy. He, uh, uh, do you know what this weapon is called that he's using? I don't. It's like he's got like pine cones glued to his hands. <laughs> yeah. I, call, I call it. I call it the puss and boots with a shank. It looks yeah. like yeah. It looks like a prison boots. Wrapped yeah. Prison boots. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, prison boots. Yeah, exactly what it is. That's amazing. He's not he's messing like, around. He's also got this like I don't know how to describe the look he's on like his a face. Pimp. He's a pimp, yeah, he's, has a little pimp yeah. hat on him. It reminds he's me like, of like a Skyrim he, character. Like if you make a Khajiit fully yeah. black it out yeah. and like do the Dark Brotherhood shit, this is what yeah. you get. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, traveler. Yeah. <laughs> you have any coin for Schattenjäger? <laughs> I would drink no? some Schattenjäger. Then you shall perish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Battle dun, dun, dun. Schattenjäger spirits <laughs> when oh, we hit 100 yeah. subs on YouTube. Um, he's a good card too. I'm gonna read him now. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, six cost three reduction green blade beast spirit. Level one for one core four k. Level two for three cores seven k. Level three for five cores ten k. And at all three levels, he has gale too. So he's uh, if he gets blocked, he's gonna exhaust two things. That's pretty damn good. And then level two and three during your attack step, when one of your spirits with gale other than him. Reduces your opponent's life. Refresh him. Uh, so if you're playing him with other Gale Spirits, they don't want to block you and they don't want to take the damage. They don't want to do either. It puts your opponent in such a horrible yeah, situation. It really does. But wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> At level three, <laughs> refresh this spirit when your opponent uses one of their effects to draw a card. And this card is why I'm upset that Netherworld Depths is banned because <laughs> I would... Absolutely yeah. wreck some Netherworld depths Here's with this thing, card. Though. That strong draw. I mean, any drawing, starting bless, mean, any card. I mean, it's that's crazy. still gonna go off because like oh, there's yeah. no restriction on that except that he's yeah. level three for five cores. Like he's yeah. going to be stood. Yeah. Every turn. 
I mean, this hurts purple a lot, right? I'm thinking like Dark Lands, Agavel, any card I'm constantly trying to draw out of, I'm going to pay the price to refresh this guy if he's on board. So. He'll definitely see play against the blue meta, too. Yeah, and then with Gale, I mean, with that Nexus, that uh, anytime you summon a Gale Spirit, you ramp wherever the amount of Gale is. That's two more cores you ramp up, so uh, it's insane. Am, am I wrong, though, that if, you, if Netherworld Depths was down, he would just be able to attack infinitely? Yes, like, that's yeah. why they banned Netherworld Depths. <laughs> if yeah, he's at level three, so. he would he would be when your opponent infinite. uses one of the refresh. Yeah, because you attack, I draw. Now he gets refreshed again. You attack again, I draw. Yeah, it's an infinite up. loop. It is an infinite. That's why. Loop. That's why that's just banned. It wasn't because of the community. It's because of this guy. They yeah, they, wanted- they were drinking Jaeger. Yeah, yeah, they were like, they in prison boots. Get out of here. <laughs> prison boots came in. They're going to make prison boots. They're going to be able to attack forever. Yeah. And then the next morning, they're like, what have we done? We have to get yeah. rid of Netherworld Debs. Oh my gosh. Stop the printers. Stop the printers. That's it's too late. So- prison boots has already been printed 40,000 times. So fucking funny. Um, do we want to read Hurricane this. Highlands real quick? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because we we didn't get we haven't gotten to this one yet, but it's like probably the best Nexus that's been spoiled so far. I think from what yeah. we're getting. Yeah. That's four, it's a four cost two reduction green Nexus Hurricane Highlands level one and two during your main step. When one of your spirits with Gale is summoned, place a number of cores from the void onto that spirit equal to the number specified in its Gale effect. You get that for free yep. while it's on board. So you play it's this, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you play this dude for three cores and then you ramp two onto him. <laughs> He's almost free. There are all these green cards that are almost free. And it's then insane. at level two for two cores during your opponent's attack step, when one of your spirits with Gale destroys one of your opponent's spirits via comparing BP, your opponent selects one of their refreshed spirits and exhausts it. Oh, yeah. So if you block with someone with Gale who's really big, then your opponent has to exhaust another creature. So, yeah, that's just good. It's just good. Yeah, I think there was one game that uh, Eric and I were playtesting, and, you had, I mean, you ramped, like, I don't know how many cores. And, like, I believe I ramped 14, two, 14 was, cores. Yeah, something game. crazy. I was like, I, he outpaced me. I was like, how did I catch up? I couldn't catch up at all. Because I, like, no I played... There's the new Void Lord, which we don't have to get into that right now, but he has Gale 3. <laughs> and uh, oh I played. Gosh. Uh, and then I also played As a Wolf, which As a Wolf is good now. As a Wolf that is Nexus very good now. Yeah. Because he's free. He's yep. uh, four cost two reduction, and then you ramp two. So it's he's just free. Yeah. Uh, I and put the so, Void Lord on the screen. We don't have to read it, but it's on the screen. Um, we'll talk about it at some point. But yeah, uh, yeah Gale is. Maybe we should just do maybe we should do some like deck tech kind of videos or podcast episodes or something at some point because we should all build a Gale uh, deck and see how it turns out. Yeah, maybe we'll do a g- gameplay video of that or something cuz yeah. I think Gale Gale is definitely just like I said the when the spirit blocks deck is back. I think Gale is finally getting like we had some Gale pieces but not enough. I think we definitely have enough now. Like there's too much. Some in- <laughs> There's some in, yeah. yeah, Gale is going to wreak havoc on your local meta. How do you get around so, this, you know? You just have to kill it or bounce. You know, it, it you know a deck is good when the answer to it is you're going to have to kill it or bounce it. <laughs> like <laughs> and dream bomb that nexus out of here for a little bit. Stall. Yeah. Wow. I am once again so disappointed that Depths is banned though because I would have <laughs> loved 
to play this card against someone who threw down their depths. I drop him ramp two, and then I just attack infinitely for 10k. <laughs> God. That'd be wow. so dumb. Infinite combo. That's crazy. Well, next up, we've got a, a war god here for you. Yeah, the, the Nexus, we're going to speak the truth with old Truth God Mandala. A nice-looking war god, which I love that archetype. I think I said in the last episode. Um, so it's our first blue x-ray we're talking about. Uh, eight cost with four cost reduction. Uh, a level one for one core. He's a 6,000. Level two for four cores. He's a 9,000. Uh, level one and two when summon effect is if you spend a soul core as part of the spirit summon cost, discard the top three cards of your opponent's deck for each nexus you control. You can discard a maximum of 12 cards with this effect. And at level two, when this spirit attacks, you may discard a spirit card with crush to discard the top six cards of your opponent's deck. So... Mill is becoming viable. Mill, yeah. And honestly, by the time you probably summon this guy, I mean, how many cards do your opponent's deck are left if you're building a heavy crush, you know, yeah, build? If, like, if you're getting blitzes off, they're, they're, yeah, they're struggling. That's five, yeah. That's, I mean, another 12, potentially another 12 cards on top of that. And then when he attacked another six, like, yeah. that is insane. Doesn't matter what combo piece you're waiting for, if it gets milled out. Good luck, because right now there's very few cards you can kind of recur from the graveyard back to your hand, so or from you your know, discard pile. So I, I've been we've been play testing blue a little bit. I've definitely been leaning into the mill because I don't play mill in other games, um, but I, I'm I am interested in it. And I was talking to Eric last night after playing One Piece, where I was playing blue self mill. Um, most of the time it feels like you know. It, when you're about to mill, you're also about to hit the actual game's win condition. Um, so it doesn't feel as bad. I think they're, I, I think battle spirits in one piece. So like Bandai, as far as how they, their take on mill, I think is very healthy and takes away a lot of the feels bad of mill. Like magic mill can just be insane and really frustrating. It's not there yet yeah. to me um yeah and i like i mean that. there 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 are cards in magic that literally say mill half your opponent's deck yeah, yeah. and that's like that's the amount, wording x amount equals however many magic cards you got okay there's 30 cards no. gone <laughs> there's like, a or, card that is legal and standard right now that literally says when it attacks mill half of your opponent's deck like that's the wording on the card is like if they have 60 cards you mill 30 of them that's yeah ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like um yeah so I, I agree. I think they've done some good balancing. It's, it's bad balancing, yeah, for sure. And uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, the more and more blue cards, uh, I'm really digging blue. Like I Me like too. what blue does. Um, there's some other cards that I saw. You can play like a Nexus and all that uh, for free. But this card is good. And more likely, if I had a bit money, obviously, like every other theme and every other set, this is probably gonna be the Saga Rare version of the of the set. So I'm excited to see what that's gonna look like because this already looks badass. Yeah, so. yeah this, this already, is already yeah. this so already good. this already almost looks like a saga rare. Yeah, so like, <laughs> like if they make it better, I almost want to play like one of each because I love this artwork. Like the guy is so like yeah. humongous and fierce. All the yellow lighting in the back. Like I said, Ben yeah. is knocking it out with the artwork every single time a new set comes out. So yeah, he looks like them. and they all he look looks like his now. opponent. He looks like his opponent across from him would be like Goku. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh, it's just so cool. The they do jewelry really well in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like really well. Like the the other Lander Queen 
all her little like intricate patterns on her armor and like her mm-hmm. dresses and stuff. And you can see the yellow amber on her hand on her yeah. glove. It's like embedded into it. Like yeah. Like you I can do. see the whatever light source is attached to this thing reflected in the splashes of the sea foam at his leg. Like this is incredible art. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> stupid good. Uh, yeah, it's a shame that there's any text at all covering it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could just. I wish you had no effects. Yeah, yeah. It's just a vanilla. Like, man, you know what's exciting? Whoa, too? whoa. What's exciting and sad though is that this card will also probably be the next, you know, wave three grand open. There'll be another version of them more than likely as well. Yeah, that, like, uh, that's what happened you with when you look at it yeah. in the right light. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like play the card. Your opponent's blind. It's like no more. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, hey. Read the flavor text of this card. Acquiring control some, uh, of the Star Havoc Reigns turned out to be the final piece necessary to seizing power. You were right, Eric. I think these guys are responsible. Uh, these bastards. Yeah. Thing. I mean, they they're are the ones hurting. Gods. It makes sense. Yeah. They're ripping apart the deck. They're destroying yeah. like space they're trying and to time just, like, itself. Yeah, restart the yeah, world. They're, they're Noah's flood. You know? I like it, man. It's biblical. I love it. Oh, I love I'm it. So excited. So excited for blue. Yeah, this is going into my Crush Mill deck. I didn't think Blue was going to be that exciting, honestly. Like I, I thought people were just typing it up. Me but, too. Man, I, I have to say, uh, I, I am on the bandwagon. Like I'm liking Blue. Like They're fun as good. hell. They're fun as hell. But, like, really, every color in this game, especially now, there are three sets. We've got six colors. I'm having such a hard time trying to decide what exactly I want to be playing in December because there's so <laughs> yeah. many fun decks. Yeah. I think I have to, because it's my first grand open, I have to go yellow, but like, I'm so yeah. tempted to get all the parts necessary to just have fun with blue. When I went to Gen Con, I played purple green just because green was very new. I wanted to play my tokens. I wanted to play the ant ramp. And, uh, you know, now I can go back to green and have the best ramp ever. I think mono, yeah. like full monocolor decks are viable now too. Like you don't need some of the tech. Like even absolute ice shields, like there's other stuff in here that are filling up those sixty card deck requirements really yeah. quickly. Like it, it's an amazing card pool. I'm so what's impressed. Scary, what's scary about absolute ice shield now is like, you know, at least for me being a pro player, right? Like, do I substitute some of my absolute ice shields for more immortals? Because what good is my absolute ice shield going to do in the graveyard? <laughs> Just like right, when yeah. my decks, when I'm being crushed every turn by multiple right? spirits. Like, it's such a waste of dock slot, you know, a deck slot for it. So, it's just like, it's it definitely makes you think about how to change a couple things up. So, I'm really excited for, for this set three meta. Like, I really yeah. honestly, so. that's one of the biggest. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit. And I think you were the first person to point this out, Angel, is the power of crush is actually to remove tools from your yep. opponent's disposal. It's information. And yeah. Well, as we've been playtesting blue, the absolute ice shield is what I look for when yes. I'm crushing. Yeah, yeah like, every time we I, crush and we see one go off, we're pumped. Yeah, I'm like, yep. whew. All right, that's one less ice shield I have to worry about. <laughs> yep. And and that goes such a long way because 60 card decks, you're if you're not yeah. seeing a lot of your own cards come into your hand, and instead you're watching them go to the discard pile, your opponent is just getting more and more of an edge on you. You yeah. know, like when you're watching World Series of Poker and you see the little percentages like <laughs> up yeah. and up, every yeah, time yeah. a new card comes out, that's how I feel about 
when I'm playing well, blue. Well, I, and, and I think the thing that's scary about it, I mean, obviously it's a counter argument or everything, but like, how do you really counter your deck being milled out? I mean, you can say immortals, right? But you can only do so much with immortals, right? Because right? you still have to rely on one of your spirits of that certain cost to be destroyed um, during ba- during a battle turn, anyways. So it's like. Most of any other like archetypes, you have a way to kind of counter it a little bit. But if you're constantly getting built, there's no card that says, "Hey, reverse" or like a fiber jar in Yu-Gi-Oh. Shuffle your discard pile back into your deck or something like that. Yeah. So it's just like it's, it's that's the one thing that surprises me about Blue, where it's gonna be very scary for at least that first set while it's viable. At least maybe until set four comes out. Is that like how do you counter being milled constantly? You know, especially been, if your opponent goes off. Like, yeah, I've been thinking about that too. And again, I go back to, like, my first thought is, well, I'm going to play yellow because God Beast wants to see my two costs in mm-hmm. my discard pile. So, God forbid I get all of my little flying turtles milled, at least I can play God Beast for two. Um, but, like, other than that, in Immortal, there's not a ton of, like, recursion throughout the game recursion from it, discard yeah. pile. Like, there's some. You can search and put stuff on top of your deck, but then, like... It, depending on when that happens, that card still might get discarded back into the discard pile. Like, yep, it's not guaranteed. It is tough. Like, you have to be building decks over fifty cards if you're going to be playing competitively. I really think that. And you're absolutely right. Like, some of those tech slots might have to go for more recursion as your tech. If you, can well, I think find even it. like, like I think even like, uh, um. I, I don't know. It's just like you said, like cards that you're trying to say, oh, I'll put this on top of my deck for later. It, depending on when you do that, it right. might not be viable either way. You might so kill something like, yeah. and trigger a, a burst blitz and it's gone again. Yep. So it's interesting. But yeah, I like it. I think that card's definitely a, a champ along with a lot of the blue cards. So um, Big champ. yeah, and I, I love I love the artwork probably so far. Changed my mind now. I take my, my I think he's probably the best artwork I've seen so far. So I think so. <laughs> All right, well, another blue, and this is the first 10-cost card we have that isn't a Void Lord. Mm-hmm. This is 10-cost, 6-reduction, Colosseum Golem, a blue golem spirit. At level 1 for 1 core, it has 7,000. Level 2 for 4 cores is 11,000. Level 3 for 6 cores is 13,000. Uh, level one, two, and three, when this spirit attacks, you may exhaust one of your nexuses to summon one of your golem tokens, token spirit, blue, zero cost, golem token, level one for one core, 10,000 BP blue reduction. That's it. Only 10,000. Yeah. Only 10,000. <laughs> uh, and that not only, you know, triggers rammer golem and some other blue bullshit when yeah. you exhaust your nexus, uh, Level yep. two and level three during either attack step. When one of your nexuses is exhausted, select so one he of your himself. nexuses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Select one of your nexuses, place a core from the void onto it. So blue ramp. I mean, granted, you're at the end of the game with a 10 cost card, but still. Uh, and then three at level three during your end step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at level three during your end step, at the start of the step, you may exhaust one of your nexuses. To refresh all of your golem spirits. So what did did we just say? Uh, Blue is looking very ridiculous right now. Like, (laughs) what is this? There's a lot of good archetypes for blue already. You got the golem. That is insane. 
I need to get working on our golem or absolute BSS dude. golem tokens because people yes, are going to need please, them. Please, please. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, not to mention how you're going to have a big, multiple big beater tokens out. You have this big ass guy, yeah. and then this crazy effect. Yes, he's very expensive, but he has six sure, production. Yeah, sure. he could be. I'm just saying, yeah, you got ways around that. I'm sure. So yeah, yeah, and that like, is insane. When he attacks. He gets to exhaust ramp and then so that automatically pays for the golem that you're bringing in. He, yeah. he provides the core for your golem and then you swing with that golem. And then at the end of the turn, they all stand up. <laughs> this is like the, the elephant for blue. It's yeah. a lot better though. I think Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's nuts. It's so cool. Uh, Eric, you know, yeah. um, you know, big blue for monster rancher. Big blue. So it's Golem mixed with Tiger in the games, but he was in the anime too. He's just literally, he just looks like a big frosty Golem. Maybe that's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have... Yeah. But yeah, Coliseum Golem. That could be. Cool art. Ooh, that could be. That could be really cool. Yeah. Some BSS Golem tokens in the future. Big old 10K boys. That That's nuts. And then you got, you know, <laughs> the, mommy, the mommy Golem lady. So you already have Golems on board. You've got time to get this guy out on the field, I think. I think he's properly priced, uh, but not impossible to play by any means. Yeah. That's a champ. And, man, and, you, get, and you got all the other OP golems. Like, you, know, you got Block Golem that we talked about in the last podcast. You got uh, Dragolum. Dragolum, I think it was. Dragon. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Blue has a lot of avenues to go down, and they all are good. The thing with green you know, when it was introduced last set, right? It's like, cool, we have Blade Beasts, we have Gale, we have Ants. Ants were the only, like, real, like, the exhausting, actually, the exhausting was what was super viable. There were, like, all yeah. these different lanes, but they weren't fleshed out. Blue feels already there for yeah their stuff, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like the Golem deck is viable, and it's just gonna get better. Yeah. Yep. It's nutty. Well, we got two more. Two more X-Rares, y'all. Uh, Mermaid Princess Lyrica. She is a five-cost, three-reduction Sifei. She's playing a little violin. That's the coolest-looking violin I've ever seen. Cool. Uh, for one core, she is 3K at level one, and for three cores, she's 5K at level two. At both levels, when summoned, you may place a Nexus card from your hand without paying its cost. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> and then during either attack step at level two, at the start of the step, you may select up to two of your nexuses and exhaust them, triggering all of your blue nexus exhaustion bullshit. Uh, during this turn, as long as you control this spirit, treat the selected nexuses as their highest level. So there was some reason I wanted a card in the game that does this. And I remember saying it on the podcast like a long time ago. I don't remember what that reason was. Did but drop a nexus ready? No, uh, to make to make your your nexuses their highest level for oh, free. Oh, that's right. You Be have mentioned that. Yeah, and I think it's because there are some nexuses that have really good secondary level secondary effects, but like um, expensive to put the force on. Yeah, they're really expensive. Like, I think she works those. out of color too, for that reason. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's just good. Holy shit. 
I mean, there's like far flung land where it's like at level two for three cores during opponent's turn, place a core from the void onto this nexus when your opponent summons a when summoned a spirit. Yeah. Um, like I would never pay for that. Oh, Impaler Forest as well. Impaler Forest for th- is a good one. Yeah. To there's that effect. You know? Yeah. Um, I love the wording on this though. During this turn, so either attack step, during this turn, as long as you control this spirit. So I wonder if we're going to get like some stuff in future sets where it's like at the start of the attack step, take control of an opponent's spirit. Hmm. That would be cool. And then you can, just, heart. you can just ram them in. Yeah. Change of heart. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It's like, that's the kind of text that I read and I go, they're probably planning ahead for something. Well, and keep in mind too, though, I think like, you know, this says obviously going to be dominantly probably blue i'm sure um i'm sure there'll be some other spicy stuff but set four is going to introduce a lot of the uh spirits with double damage on them so you know blue likes to do a lot of setting up where when set four drops you're probably gonna have as much time as you think if you have all these crazy abilities to be able i think we saw this a magic card already in this set that counts as two symbols um to do double the damage um double yeah, so set four is only going to get even crazier, and you That's know Nova point. being the theme of that deck, boy, boy, it's going to be we're going to be changing our tunes, I'm sure. So, but that's another reason that Crush does so well because, like, I, I'm going to assume that yeah, that's going to be like the gimmick of the set, but they're not going to overprint double symbol cards. Yeah, and so getting those sent from the top of your deck to your discard pile is going to feel just as bad as seeing your ice yep. shield go away. Yeah, blue, no, I like. I mean, yeah, blue is blue's crazy. Stay. Play Nexus for free. I mean, almost in any that's deck, incredible. it's a win. Yeah, and that's a that's a free cost reduction you're gonna have for next turn for whatever else you need. Yep. And obviously, she's on board. Depending on what the Nexus is, the highest ability might come in handy based on your scenario. So yeah. And uh, if you don't want her around anymore, you can just basically use her to put a Nexus down and take the cores off of her and put it on the Nexus anyway. Like, yep. I, I don't know yeah. why you would want to do that, but like you can. Yeah. She's cheap enough in in a blue deck. But, like, yeah, that's just a really cool ability. She's good. Yeah. Some people are going to really utilize her effects to just dominate some weird. I mean, you think about, like, so she costs five, three cost reduction. Let's just say you get her out for two. Even if you get out for three, you play a Nexus. Let's just say a same color Nexus. You play another one of her next turn where even more cost reduction. Yeah. Play another Nexus. Now you're setting up for all your big board, like the Golems or whatever else that really needs heavy Nexuses to exhaust. Or Mandala. Or Mandala, yeah. summoned, as long as you have Nexuses to exhaust, you're crushing four at a time. Like, yeah. That, That is insane. She's She's really good. She's a body and a nexus for for nothing. I like it. Alrighty, she also All enables right. you to play non-blue nexuses in blue very oh, that's easily. Because yeah, yep. you could yep. you could drop like a volcanic canyon or something with her. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, keeping deep underwater with the Cife, we have the last. I think it is right. Yeah, the last yep. X rare, and it's the blue. It's a Cthulhu shark. So he's a Woo. six cost. With one cost reduction <laughs> at level one for one core, he's a 7,000 BP. Level two for three cores, 9,000 BP. Level three for six cores, 13,000 BP. Um, he has a little card here, a little effect. As an additional summoning cost, you must destroy one of your blue nexuses. Uh, at, at all three levels, when summoned, destroy all spirits without a soul core on them. <laughs> and at level three, while this spirit attacks, when this spirit destroys one of your opponent's spirits via comparing BP, select a nexus card in your trash. 
and place it without paying its cost. So you basically just revive what you just destroyed to summon him yeah. and then blow up the board. Like that is insane. So, board, so now blue now now blue does everything. Yeah. Mills just blows up board, controls. Yep. I, I mean, what what can they do? Like uh, first of all, this art is fucking insane. I love the yeah. Arkham mythos. <laughs> I love Lovecraftian shit. Uh Eldritch Horror is my favorite board game ever. So seeing Cthulhu enter this uh universe with sharks yes. under his mustache is insane. I love Cthulhu. Um He's kind of expensive, but I think he can be very effective. You know, it's like that curse dragon thing. It's like, yeah, it's not even a combo piece, though. I mean, technically, you have to have at least one blue nexus to do blue it. Nexus, but like, yeah, he's destroying almost everything on the board. And or, you know, blue in the mirror match, blue likes to have a soul core on one of its nexuses. So you can wipe a blue board with Cthulhu. Um, yeah. It's a good comeback card. It's a good tempo card to, like, slow things down. And then, you know, if all of your creatures die with Cthulhu, you pop all of their cores onto him, and suddenly he's taking out the last thing on the board that had the soul core, and then you get to immediately put that Nexus back that you destroyed. I, I think he's fucking cool. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I'm trying to think of, of a play style with him. He's definitely backless, uh, cursed kind of card, right? Like, yeah. I don't think you just play him just to play him. It, it should be very situational, very, like, I have nothing else on my board because I don't. I'm trying to think with blue, where or any deck where I would want to destroy my own spirits, right? So I want to be very right. careful with that. Um, but he's definitely like an out if you need yeah. to, you know, if you're you're being outpaced or you know against yellow or anything that's going super wide. Like, yeah, yeah. He he's a comeback for sure. I think he's <laughs> he's a good sideboard one of, and uh, or just a one of in a deck. If you're running a lot of blue, I think. It's just a really cool Swiss Army knife, like get out of jail yeah. free card. And he actually gets around Snowcap Goddess, I think, because he's bigger. Yeah, because so. she's not going to have the soul core on soul her. Core, yeah, yeah. And you're not. And selecting. it's not selecting. Yeah. yeah. So it gets around that little. If you have a, you know, if White has a board, thinking it protected. I, I boom, think this Cthulhu. card is play. I think this <laughs> so, card is gonna be even as a sideboard, like it's yeah. something, you know. I, I'm what, gonna well, slot what this in as a sideboard against White. For sure. What do you guys think about maybe you just you have four of these in your deck and you just spend the first few turns just setting up your nexuses? Maybe you play a Lyrica to get more nexuses down. Um, you don't really care if she dies, but you're just setting up all your nexuses. And then when your opponent has established a board with spirits, they've swung into into you a few times. You've gained some cores from your life. Now you drop this guy and you just swing the whole game back around on them because it's like I've got my That's nexuses true. all set up. Yeah. Like I've spent the first three or four turns just setting up nexuses. You've been playing spirits and swinging in, but I've been like you know ice shield oh, yeah, or yeah. I just take the damage because I'm trying to you know ramp up. And then I drop this and now it's like I got all my nexuses set up. I cleared your board. Like now what? Your brain blows so, my mind, man. Because you're totally <laughs> right. Like. That is a viable strategy, and I think that'd be fun as fuck to look at your it, opponent's it, face as you drop Cthulhu and the world ends. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. They better hope they have a Starblast set because that's well, the only way they're coming back. <laughs> I, mean, I, can see, I mean, that's a good thing, especially if you mix a Nexus like I'm reading one of the blue Nexus, it's like the Seabed Lighthouse, where uh, during either attack set, your opponent cannot use magic cards in their hand that do not share a color with any symbols on their field. Like, yeah. They, their absolute ice shield doesn't mean anything if you don't have that color because you just board wiped them so that's uh, a good point 
Yeah, it's, I could definitely see room for that card to be, you know, whether it's a sideboard tech card for some reason, or even main, you know, like you said, main board them around. Especially, definitely in a mono, uh, mono blue deck, for sure, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't play a card that allows you to board wipe your opponent. I mean, the whole board, I say your opponent, but really the whole board. Uh, and then recur Nexus for free. I hope we see more aberration trait types um, with Crush or something similar. I want to build a Lovecraftian, like, Cthulhu cephalopod aberration deck like that's just so cool cool for it i'm terrified of like undersea stuff keyforge has a house called unfathomable that's been around now for two sets and i just think some of the designs on there are some of my favorite cards ever um, yeah i like I, i've always liked cthulhu like hearthstone had a cthulhu set for a yeah little bit, uh at the old gods things was called and some yep. of the cards and effects on that thing were nasty like it's crazy yeah that's that strategy i was just talking about i just figured it out look at enchained arena is that blue? blue. Uh, it's an it's a blue nexus enchained. Arena. Oh, that's right. This is a this is a new one that one came out before our episode. <gasps> oh, wow! Yeah, you destroy it, ramp, bring it back. Yep, cool. Well, the sec the second effect during opponent's attack step, your opponent's spirits that cost five or fewer cannot attack unless they pay one core. So you can actually do what it's I was just out. talking about, which is like set set up your board. You have two cores on this. Maybe you even have two cores on two of these. Um, and you're just like, they don't have enough resources to actually swing in and do a bunch of damage to you while you're just setting things up. But they keep playing spirits. And then you drop the Cthulhu shark and just wreck them. That so, is so cool. I think there's definitely there's definitely a really strong deck there. I don't know what other blue stuff that fits in with. I don't know if you go for like the crush route or if you go for the golems from there. Um, maybe the golems because you can exhaust the nexuses, but yeah, yeah. Golem -y. I mean, you can even go. Yeah, I mean, golem. I mean, because honestly, with the golems or even the crush route, right? If you use the other nexus, uh, rock pillar, aquapolis, or whatever, during your attack step, if your opponent's life, discard the top three cards of their deck. So now they're losing three from the nexus, from whatever amount from the crush. So now not only are you board wiping, you did not have anything on field. You're also milling their deck left and right constantly. Yeah. So at that point, though, I feel like. The empty field is better than yeah crushing. but yeah. i i see what you're saying obviously like that's yeah. rock pillar acropolis <clears throat> is just a good yeah that's going to be in your crush deck anyway especially with ancient coliseum like you being able to stack damage during your attacks or stack bp during your attack step and still have some yeah. opponents like the blue nexuses everyone was saying like blue loves nexuses i get it they're they're yeah. very good there's so many different ways you can build blue right now and it's just so exciting yeah, I say champ. I say champ on Cthulhu. Cthulhu, yeah. I don't know that there was any cards that we read today that I didn't feel were champs. I feel I like it's all champs. Yeah, all these experts, like, and that's rare for that to happen, right? Usually it's like, eh, this is not really good. Right? Like, I know set two had a lot of those. Like, eh, this might be good, like, later on. Um, but this set, for sure, like... I agree. There's a lot that you can do for each color, right? Like yellow has the red queen. You got the fable beast for uh, uh, yellow as well. Red has the ancient guardian. I mean, the white is really what took us like off guard with the frost tiger and the snow cap, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's looking obviously good. It's looking good. I mean, blue doing blue things. And you got obviously old prison boots doing his annoying thing. So it's <laughs> crazy. honestly. Yeah. If I had to pick a champ of all these cards, though, like the one favorite, I know I said True God Mandela, but I'm gonna have to go with Coliseum Golem. That card is just insane. 
I think my favorite of these and most practical is either Truth God or Shot and Jaeger. Yeah. But I, I, I think do I'd love have the to... Coliseum Golem. Coliseum Golem's great. I think I'd have to either go Shot and Jaeger or uh, the Frost Tiger. Yeah. Are the two that I'm most That's excited the about. There's a lot of them. I'm, yeah. I'm excited yeah. about a lot of them. Like, I'm going to build decks around Blaze Lion, Cole Main. Like, can't forget him just because he was early. You know, like. Oh, yeah. He's I solid. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Good cards. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited for this set. I think I'm more excited for this set than I was for set two. <laughs> I like, think so. Between the artwork, between the cards finally. And I think it allows us because we have more of a pool available. I think that now these cards make every other card from set one, set two, even more playable or maybe a room for it. And I think that's what I like about this set. It's kind of like, let's bring it all together for the year and let's, let's see how all these cards can kind of work off one another. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with the three cards that are banned and the one that's limited, like one of my main concerns was like, well, you know, we're, we're, we're admitting that there is a choke on the meta, uh, but now with set three, like it's it's bust wide open, man. Like yeah. it's cool. It's fine. And because Shot and Jaeger would be broken with Netherworld dubs in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it all well, makes and, sense. And, and that's a good point, right? Like, I don't just looking at these, right? I see almost every color topping at least once or twice. You know, it's very Absolutely. viable. Blue doing blue things, green doing the especially Gale, right? Gale's insane. Yeah, Gale's huge. White white's obviously been a tricky color anyways. Purple will always be purple, you know. And then even now yellow. I mean you have these things that really tie things together. And uh, we've been seeing happen with Nova and Red coming out of some of these uh main events that, you know, you got more ancient dragons, Emperor Bees and not to mention the magic cards that set three's gonna have. Uh, it's just, I think we'll see all the colors like flavored in, or it'll be cool to see a meta where like you'll see the top list and it'll be like each different color, like every color is represented one way yeah. or another. So rainbow top for sure. I'd yeah. love to see that. <laughs> I, I yeah, I agree. I really see that happening and coming together. It's very very exciting. All right, well, I think that's gonna do it for us. Um, I've got a heart out, <laughs> so we're gonna shut this one down. But yeah, we that's the uh, the fourteen X rares for set three that uh, we've seen so far it comes out at the end of this month. Going to be spending a lot of money on cards um, <laughs> and the lore set coming out at the end of this week. So that's yep. exciting. Let us know what your favorite X rares are, what decks you're excited to build. Uh, you can email us at absolute BSS at Gmail, absolute BSS pod at gmail.com. Leave a comment on the YouTube, leave a comment on the Spotify and join the discord. It's all in the description and links and stuff like that. So Thank you, Angel. Thank you, Eric. I'll catch you all Thank you guys. next time. Peace. Bye.